week, we um, learned Perik Lamed in Tanya, page 78. And, well, Tanya took uh, the prior two chapters, both of which involved various uh, types of um, beating up on oneself. And he gave two different methods of, of how to go do that. And then in Perik Lamadel, if he said, but hey, we know that Atzvus is a bad thing. So if we're going to beat up on ourselves, it's going to lead to Atzvus. And depression and Avedis Hashem are no match. Avedis Hashem has to be Basimcha. So he said, while that is true, that is true of Atzvus, but it's not true of Merirus. Merirus means a form of what we call bitterness or embitteredness. Where, and we'll, we'll get into the distinction between those two things in the other Sifri Kodesh Hashem next week. But he said, in passing, that oftentimes the only way to deal with one's Yetzirah is with its own methodology. You got to get it, and remember, he gave the muscle with the axe. That in order to make an axe, you need a piece of wood. So the, the wood was complaining about the fact that it was going to get chopped down, and and the measure says that you know you, you're not going to get chopped down unless you give of yourselves. So he said, so too. When one wants to beat the Yitzhari, you got to beat him at his own game with his own methodology. And in pa- passing, he mentions. That this is the concept of Kedelahamtik Hadinim, that this is how one tempers, one sweetens the justice, the, the harshness, is Bisharsham is in their source. Now, this concept of Hamtokas Hadinim Bisharsham, of, of tempering the justice in its source, is first brought in the works of the Arizal. And the Arizal is speaking about it Kabbalistically. And the Baal Shem Tov, as we will soon see, and is brought in numerous early Svarim, or Anayim, told us Yankiv Yosef, and so on, the Tamid Baal Shem, deals with this on an experiential level. Lahamtik Hadinim Bishoshem, to temper, to sweeten the judgment in its source. So take a look at the piece of Told us Yankiv Yosef. This is a piece in Parshas Noyach about Noach making Noach making the window. Okay? About Noach making the Tsoya um, Tas on the table. So we're going to start by Omnom. Okay, this is, uh, for those of you who have the older told us and stuff, Yud Beis. Um, and that one, let me just take a look at the page. I'll just tell you where it is here. Omnom, right there. Is it that Omnom? Yeah, bottom. There's one at the bottom. Huh? There's one at the bottom. Middle one. No, that's not the one. Omnom No, there's one at the bottom. Bottom. Oh, you got it? There it is. Lahavin, right there. Omnom Lahavin. In order to understand these, this commandment, Rashem says to Meyach Tsoya Tasalatev, you should make a Tsoyhar. So, again, we know that there's a Machlekis. Rashi brings that it either means a window or it means a precious stone. Nevar Posuk Parshas Baal says, Betoldis, 
In order to understand this command, we need to understand a pasuk in Parshas Balayischa. The pasuk there says, "When the war will come to your land, against the enemy that that is." Uh, Coming to do war with you, you're going to blow the trumpets. When I shot them, by blowing the trumpets, you will be saved from your enemies. And then the Pesach says, On your days of your rejoicing, on your holidays, there's a mitzvah to blow the trumpet. Okay? Along with, says the Toldus Yankiv Yosef, we're going to explain the mission in Pirkei Yavis. It says, It says, there were ten generations from Adam until Noach. Lo and the reason Hashem tolerated those ten generations is comes to teach us Kama Erech the fun of how compassionate Hashem is. Shekal Adayus Hayamach Isin Uboyin all those generations angered Hashem. Ad Shehvi Aleimus Me'amabel until He finally destroyed them with the waters of the flood. Then. There were another ten generations from Noach until Avram Avinu. Again, to teach us how compassionate Hashem is. Avram Avinu made it all worthwhile. So all twenty generations from creation until that point, Avram Avinu made them worthwhile. Okay, he writes about this in his Sefer Ben Pirus Okay, it's nearly. Here we go. The Gemara teaches us in Tractate Brachas, A person should get themselves used to saying, Everything Hashem does from heaven is for the good. Sounds familiar? Everything Hashem does is for the good. Similarly, the Gemara in Tainus teaches us, Nochemish Gamzu, there was a fellow by the name of Nochemish Gamzu, Shenikrakach, why was he called that? Because he would say, Gamzu, the Torah, this also is for the good. And he writes more about this. Here we go. What's the difference between these two opinions? What are these two things? One is, everything Hashem does is for the good. The other one is Gamzu the Toiba. Shamati Bishem Mojizal says the Taldis Yankiv Yosef, I heard in the name of my master. Who's his master? The Balshem Tov. Masha Biyarabikis Vyarizal Lematik Dinim Bisharsham. This concept that we're learning about here in Tanya. That one needs to sweeten the dinim in their source. How? What does that mean? Hainu taught the Balsham Kodesh Al Yidei Shiyimotze Bidin Shoirish Chesed by finding in the harshness, in the judgment, in the pain, finding a root, a kernel of Chesed. Oz Nase Hakoil Chesed. Then the entire thing will become Chesed. The entire situation will be transformed into chesed by the root, by the kernel of chesed that the person found. 
says the Taldis Yankee Yosef about this teaching of the Vashemta that the words of the wise are chain are charming. Similarly, I saw he brings this in his Sefer Tzofnes Peneach. Kishadarash, the Gemara says, Soton Upenina the Shem Shamayim Nishavnu. There were two, two beings. Penina, remember who Penina was? Penina was the one who utzed Chana about her not having children, right? So she, her intention was, for heaven's sake, she wanted Chana to have children. Similarly, the Satan also entices Jews for Hashem's sake. V'noshko akari, v'nase miyetzer hara yetzer toiv, says the Meran, uh, not sure who he's referring to, it's one of the Reb Nachman from, from Bar, I believe it is, that when a person is able to look at what the Yetzirah is doing and recognize that he is doing it for Hashem's sake, in order to ensnare us, in order to try giving us schar, then that Yetzirah is transformed into the Yetzirah. Says, this was the, what Nachum Yishkamazu did to find the good in the evil. Vahadin Shoirish Chesed Shahu the Taiva. He found in the Ra and the Din the root of Chesed that it was for the good. And Oz Nasa, as we know the stories that happened with Nachum Yishkamazu, Vaz Nasa Be'emes Chesed Min Hadin And then the being that all those stories were, in essence, really transformed into goodness. Why? was able to temper the terrible stories. He was going to get killed there. He had that whole story where he took the, the jewels and, and the jewels were stolen. They replaced it with earth. So those things were ultimately sweetened with the chesed that Nochem Ishgamzu found in them. For this reason, the Tana warns us, This is why the Tana says that a person should get themselves used to saying everything Hashem does is for the good. Meaning, even if we don't see the goodness in what's going on, even if we can't perceive it, but a person should get themselves into the habit of saying that, <coughs> meaning that even though I don't see it, but I recognize that in what's going on now, I know that there is a root, a source of chesed, and it will be sweetened. <coughs> What's the difference between these two statements? Everything that will be for, is for the good, and the difference is that this is in general, meaning most of us can't see the good when it's happening. But we accept the fact that nothing bad comes out from Hashem. So in general, we're making a statement, even though this looks terrible, but I believe that what is happening here is for the good, whereas the difference between the general statement is was able to zero in right away in each case and find what was good. The rest of us make a statement of faith. We don't know what it is. Nochemish Gamzu had a knack, he had a talent 
for zeroing in on what was good. The rest of us don't have that talent. The rest of us have to rely on the fact that we could say, generally speaking, the Rebbein was good. Can, can you can you avoid saying anything at the moment? Because maybe you are too angry, you don't want to say, well, you know, why did you do this to me? Should, He's saying that a nothing. person should get used to saying, no matter what it is, whatever Hashem does I, is for the good. I understand. That that will bring about that result. Even Shalosh Huh? Even it's a statement of faith. That's why when the Gemara makes its statement, it doesn't bring a proof from Nachamish Gamzu. Because when the Gemara is trying to teach us what to do when we don't see it, Nachamish Gamzu is not a good proof for that. Because he understood what it was. Most of us can't do that. Whereas for the general statement that everybody can do. <coughs> now, next paragraph. This is where it really is astounding. We're going now. to talk about the deception of Komadat in Min Shemaya? No. From Nachamish Gamsu, from Gamsu the Is there a distinction? There are those who try making that distinction. He's not. Now, Vihine, got it? Tevas Tzohar, this word, Tzohar, Tzadik, Hey, Resh. Yesh Lagimel Tziru, from the three ways of combining those letters. Tzara, terrible trouble. Ritzei, which is to willing, wanting, and Tzohar, which is to shine for a window. When Hashem said to Noyach, make a Tsoyhar for the Teva, what he was saying is, what is a Teva? Teva is a word, right? He says, He's saying to him, I, You need to transform. Min tzara ritzei. You need to take the word tzara, the terrible calamity that's befalling manhood, the the humanity. Hashem is saying to Noyach, Noyach, here is your mission. Take tzara and transform it into Tsoyar, into Ritzei. This is what Chazal referred to in the Gemara in Sukkah, when it says, Tzadikim mahapchin midas hadin midas Tzadikim know how to transform. What does it mean to transform? They take the very same letters, and they transform them from Tsara into Ritzei, from Tsara into Tsoyar. But v'noyach Noach didn't understand what Hashem was saying to him. Oi, or, worse yet, he didn't want to do it. Or he couldn't. One of the three. Three options he gives you here. Either he didn't understand what Hashem was saying to him, or he didn't want to do it because he was so angry at humanity, or he just he simply couldn't do it. And he thought, he thought that Tsoyar is a window. Therefore, so there, that's why it says that Noach opened the window. Right? 
Where did he get a window from? Hashem never told him to make a window. Hashem told him to make a tzaya. If you could argue that Noach learned Rashi, and Noach saw that one of the pshatim is that it means a window, if that's the case, what is the opinion that says that Tzayar means a precious stone? Where did he get a window from? Here we go into the classic interpretation, both pshatim are true. Behind the svaras noyach hayach haloin. Really, noyach thought it was a window. Oh, be'emes Hashem yisbach tzayir ramas kenal. But Hashem was trying to say to him, noyach, you gotta turn this situation around. The seeds, the kernel of salvation, are in the situation. It's up to you to find the chesed in the situation and to transform it. Tzayir. Take the word and turn it into Tzaya. Amna. Yashleim. He says it's possible to say. Ki noyach hevin kavanas Hashem yisbarach lematek dinim b'shosha. Noyach really did understand Hashem's intent, which was to temper these harshness in its root. Lim tzaboi shayrash chesed. To find that root of chesed. Rock. Only problem is The reason he couldn't do it is because before Avram there was no chesed in the world. Terech died in Charan says Rashi quotes Until Avram all there was was anger. Avram. Now Avram Avinu comes, Ba Chesed Li'aylam, then we introduce Chesed into the world. Do we transform the situation or do we transform our perception? It will be transformed through, meaning we expose Chesed in the situation. That in turn transforms the situation. Az Chesed. It will become Chesed, not just perceptibly. Yeah. Actually, now we understand the Mishnah. There are ten generations from Adam until Noyach. This comes to teach us how much compassion there is before Hashem. Says the Mishnah. All those generations angered Hakadosh Baruch and continued. And despite that, Herech Apoi Hashem continued to be patient. Maybe this can all be turned around. Maybe a tzaddik will show up who will be able to go ahead and temper those judgments in the root. And that's what he said to Noyach. Finally, Noyach shows up and Hashem says to Noyach, you got to turn this around. Turn it all into Tzoyah. But, meaning, Noyach, you can turn around this attribute of justice and you can turn it into mercy. Right? you got ten generations where it just got more and more harshness, more and more din due to human corruption. 
So Hashem finally, oh, Noyach appears on the scene. Hashem says to him, Noyach, you got to turn this around. But who loyal Despite Hashem's intention, Noyach didn't do that. El Noyach didn't turn it around, and the result was the flood. However, that's different from what takes place, the next step, where that there were another ten generations. From Noyach until Avram, Shin is Gala Chesed by all of a sudden now there's a revelation of Chesed in the world. Shumidas Avram Atzme, which is Avram's attribute. Now we have a new character on the scene who has the ability to find the root, the source of Chesed in all situations. Shemotzabidin Shayrash Chesed. Vinasa Chesed Minadin. He transforms the very judgment itself into chesed. And the kach says the Mishnah, he gets the reward for all those ten generations <laughs> because he revealed all of the chesed in all of With this we understand this is... What did he do? How did he do it? How did he do that? By finding the, the, the lining of, of chesed. He took each situation somehow was able to find an aspect of but practically speaking somehow he this whether it was he brings here in, in the footnotes where he brings Peshem, this Moran he says as follows that a person should know that even when they are suffering from their Yitzhahara that there is goodness that will come out of it he says very simply he says, I'll give you an example. Somebody who, um, like the story was with Chana, right? She embarrassed Penina with Chana. So that's considered shvichas damam. It's considered spilling blood. You know, somebody else turns red in the face. He said, first of all, that's a toiva. It's a goodness for the person, physically and spiritually. Physically, ribui damim. If a person has a rush of blood, it's very healthy to you know, get the blood moving. And he says, and spiritually, it's for sure uh, an accomplishment for a person to suffer that kind of embarrassment. He says, similarly, in every temptation of the Sahara, there's always, if a person is able to overcome, they see right away the, the goodness, that, that they were able to overcome the temptation. He brings in... Um, Ben Peres Yosef, his other sefer, he writes, I heard from the Baal Shem Tov. There was a king, and the king had a, a prince, and he wanted to teach the prince uh, Chachma. He wanted to teach him all kinds of wisdom. And he, he hired the wisest of teachers to learn with the kid, and the kid would not receive, the, the, there was no clique kill, but the kid wasn't interested. And the, the, so the king despaired of being able to teach him. But there was one Chacham, one teacher who hung with him. He didn't give up. One time, listen carefully to the Moshe, because it has a lot of uh, points here. One time, the prince saw a beautiful girl, and he decided he wanted her. So the Chacham went to the king and said to him, now that we see that he's got, he's finally motivated for something, so tell him, so the, the Chacham said to the king, 
now that he's finally motivated for something, I'll get him even to acquire Chacham. So he said, bring the girl into the Chatzar Melech, into the courtyard of the king. And the king said that if you want her, you're not going to get her until you master geometry. Okay? All of a sudden, the kid's mind opened up. He was able to acquire geometry. And then another Chachma, and another Chachma. When he finally was smart, he said, what am I going to go marry a simple girl? I can marry a princess. Right? <laughs> so that's the, the Moshal that the Baal Shem Tov taught. That that's what the Yitzhar does. The Yitzhar comes along and gets us motivated. If we have Seichel, we use the motivation for something constructive instead of um, in, instead of Shtus. Now, Look what he says now here in the final paragraph. Now we understand this passuk. When the enemy, when war comes into your land, the reason is that is to say, you know why you're suffering? Because the tsar has remained tsar. The tsar has remained tsar. Nobody has transformed it. Look at the Pasuk again. You know what's going on is? Because no one has transformed the Tsar. Hatsar, those three letters have never been transformed by someone. Nobody's taken it to, to turn it around. Say, so what do you do? You know what the solution is? Start blowing the trumpets. Trumpets arouse joy. The opposite of the effect that a shoifer does. A shoifer arouses fear and trembling. Trumpets arouse joy. When a person hears the Chatzaytzeres and they're in a right frame of mind, then they're able to find the root, the source of Chesed in the situation. By doing so, it will then it will transform from Tzara into Ritzei. So, if a person sees that they're being attacked, whether it's by an enemy or it's by their Yetzirah, what do you got to do? Blow the trumpet. Get something into your life that's going to put your perspective in a Matziv Aruach, where you're going to be able to find the Tzoyar, the light, the illumination in the Tzara, and by doing so, it will transform the situation into Chesed. That is the a person should always say, Everything Hashem does is for the good. And it's it's up to us to reveal that goodness. So this concept of <coughs> that the Baal Shem Tov is teaching, that the Baltanya is referring to here, of tempering, you got to go back to the source. Where is it coming from? Now, the Siddur Shal Shabbos from the uh, classic 
Sefer on, on Shabbos by, authored by the Bermaim Chaim. He addresses this as well. And it's in Shairish, uh, the sixth Shairish. He says as follows. Quotes a Medrash Rabbah in Vayikra. And she says that it's, this is compared to a Matanisa who comes into a um, the king's palace and sees a, a whole room full of torture, Caleb, all kinds of swords and guns and, and, and all kinds of, uh, what do you call it, um, that ammunition, uh, what's the word for it? Implements. Yeah, implements is a different word for implements of war, implements of torture. What is a Matanisa? A noble one. Weapons, thank you. Where, where is it? Shishi, right at the beginning. Anaf Aleph. So he says, he says, what is it when, when a, a parent takes out a, once upon a time parents used to discipline their children in the olden days. So a parent would take out a belt or a stick or something. What's the goal? He says the vote is not to hit the kid, but that the child should understand what the goal is, what the, what the, what the, 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 the father's desire is never to hit the kid. So what do you have this stuff for? It's in order that the child will behave, right? So the very creation of the stick, he says, is chesed gomer. It's total chesed. Because the entire goal is never to have to use it. You look at all the Ayn in the Torah, right? The goal is not chesed because HaKadosh Baruch wants to use those Ayn It's quite the contrary. The entire point of having them is so that we'll behave so that HaKadosh Baruch won't use them. He says, so too, the entire Midas Hadin that exists in the world is there so that it won't be used. The shayrish of the din is chesed. The whole point of it is that Hashem will never use it. That's the entire goal, is that, that, that Hashem will never need to utilize it. So it's the ultimate kindness is a parent who will discipline the child by showing him that it exists, but by never actually utilizing it. So that is the... the Now, and here's the... So where, where, what's the role that we play in that? The moment that a child... You know, it's just a, like a young child, right? So a young child looks at them and is like afraid. The mature child sees it and says, oh, that's why Tati does that. Tati does that. Not because he wants to use it, but because he doesn't want to use it. That moment of recognition, that moment of understanding between parent and child is Hamtaka Sadin and Bishoshim. That's where you temper the din in its source, meaning that's that moment of sobriety when the child and the parent both understand what the ultimate goal was. The ultimate goal is never to have to use it. That's 
All right, we will take it up from here, Amir Tzashem.